Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I've never had three PJ Tour wins in a season, and to do it this early on is incredible, and to do it at this golf course. I mean, talk about the history of Riviera as a golf course, the history of Tiger Woods as a player, those two combined in this tournament, it's, it's a pretty big deal. That is John Rahm after winning the um, PGA Genesis Invitational. Happy President's Day. Thanks for hanging out with us. A lot of stuff to watch this past weekend. What'd you catch? What stood out to you? You had some golf, some football, some hockey, some auto racing. I think that covers everything I <laughs> remember. Anyway, Premier Adel- League. Premier League. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I forgot. There's a lot going on. XF- XFL. Yeah. So there was. It was a busy, busy, busy weekend. A lot of, lot of stuff. NBA All-Star from. Game. That's the one I forgot. The NBA All-Star Game and the skills competition over the weekend. 803-0550 to join us. Golf. Bet a lot of you spent some time watching yesterday. I know I did my uh, watch the Tiger Group routine yesterday on ESPN+. Plus. Thank you for that because that was entertaining. We are going to the Western Hotline. Hey, good news. Uh, this first guest reminds me to tell you that Tita Green is back. With Brian Kozel and Kevin Sylvester, and I assume Jeff Metis. Kevin will tell me about that, I guess. Tita Green is back Saturday mornings at 7 on WGR, and that's where you will hear Kevin Sylvester from PGA Tour Radio. Good morning, Mr. Sylvester. It's Howard and Jeremy. How you doing? I'm doing great. And, uh, yes, Jeff Metis uh, is back, our PGA pro. And Jeff Blank, whom if you don't follow on Twitter and stuff, if you like betting on golf, he'll make you money. Promise you. Well, I think the years just perked up for the uh, two gentlemen I work with here on the I, morning show. I was on Homa yesterday, so almost <laughs> was was a was close. Kevin on Tiger, you know, it's funny. Like Ron mentioning Tiger there, fans of golf aren't the only ones to feel like everything is bigger when Tiger's around. The players on the tour absolutely feel the same way. Well, listen, he's the reason that you know many of them are there, right? He inspired athletes to start playing golf instead of pursuing other sports. So, uh, you know, he, he was the one who was always on TV, you know, now with ESPN uh, Plus and the PGA Tour Live, um, you know, that product, you get to see every shot of Tigers. And before that, it was you waited for television to come on to see every shot of Tigers. So <laughs> <laughs> the young fans, I mean, he was the cool one, uh, came to the sport, he did it differently. And, uh, you know, he was just an incredible player. And frankly, to, to see what he did over the week when you factor in the guy's got a fused back and basically playing on one leg, mm-hmm. many players would have just withdrawn, right, when it wasn't happening. Um, but for him to fight through, that's why I, I've said this before and I'll say it again, I, I think he's the mentally toughest athlete that we'll ever see. I, I found myself wondering, Kevin, if he would withdraw down the stretch. Like Making the cut is, of course, a, a good goal for him to have. And being in contention, once he got to, you know, 10, 12 strokes out, I don't think anybody would have judged him if he did, just to say, like, you know, hey, I know I could have finished. He's got to do whatever, his version of load management and his trainers and everybody that's working with him to make sure he can get through 72 holes. But on the flip side, it probably was important for him to get through the 72. Yeah, I think he needed to do it for himself. And I, I also think he had to look at, all right, if I can't walk Riviera, which is one of the easier walks on tour. Now, he didn't give himself some easy shots. Uh, there are some awkward stances and such. But really, the only the, the difficulty in that golf course is 
coming down one, uh, the, the path they take to get down to the fairway, then going up 18. Other than that, it's a pretty uh, flat walk, one of the easier walks, one of the best walks, frankly, on tour. The place is incredible. But I think he needed to do that so he, he can say to himself, all right, I, I can get through four rounds. All right, let's uh, let's check that box. Now, now, does he play the Players' Championship, another easier walk, great field, great test before what is a tough walk, Augusta National? Um, that would be my guess. If we see him before the Masters, I think it would be at the Players' Championship. What's the state of his game? You know, uh, Kevin, as you watch it, like we were saying earlier, he's still driving the ball. There, were, there was one sh- one tee shot yesterday. They put a stat up on the screen. I don't remember which hole it was, Kevin, but it was the longest drive of anybody on that hole. So that's still there. How is the overall state of his game as you watch it? Well, uh, you know, the short game um, needs a little work. His chipping was not great. Uh, his sand game was not great. Um, but those are things that, you know, <laughs> He's got the best backyard of anybody we know who loves golf, right? <laughs> but uh, you can work on that all you want. But in competition, facing those shots, those are things that, you know, all of us who are going to start playing this spring. Jeremy, uh, you know, I know Joe plays, but Jeremy, I know you play. And, uh, you know, what's the thing that comes back to last? The short game. Yep. So I think I think that's, uh, you know, what Tiger's going to work on there. But, listen, mentally, this guy – uh, he knows Augusta National. Like if I, I look at if he's going to win another tournament, I think it'd be a place like Augusta. You know, he knows the golf course, knows the greens, feels the energy from the fans. Um, that's where I'd expect him to win again, or uh, perhaps a, an Open Championship uh, overseas in Scotland. When it comes to the rest of the tournament and how things played out, I, I, I actually had to Google it, Kevin. Kakuya. I heard the term Kakuya a million times about the grass there at Riviera that makes that a little bit of a different course than uh, a lot of the others they play on the tour? Well, you know, West Coast, East Coast, right? What what grows in certain climates? And, you know, it's it's down to a science now, really, the grasses they put on these golf courses. But, yeah, Kikuya can grab. It's a stickier kind of grass uh, that players have to get used to. And then you have the Poana greens that, you know, they grow and bloom during the day, and uh, you get all those bumpy putts that you see. But, you know, that – that goes away now because they, they moved to Florida and the East Coast where Bermuda grass is going to be there. And, uh, you know, it's a little more spongy. Sometimes the ball will roll through it. But, yeah, a little stickier grass. And sometimes you get those little awkward uh, awkward chip shots where the club sticks in the grass or the ball just looks like it's going to hop and all of a sudden it gets uh, swallowed by the grass. So, yeah, and what a cool name for Kukuya. Yeah. After like the 50th time I heard it, I'm like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and Google this. i got to read all I can about this grass. <laughs> um, all right, so the tournament itself. You know, we're talking about Tiger and his dominance of, of days gone by. And right now, John Rahm is on the kind of heater that Tiger would be proud of. Oh, yeah. I mean, John Rahm is uh, – <laughs> hey, when he came out, um, everyone knew this guy was destined to be, you know, number one in the world. He just had raw talent, raw power. And when, when you look what he's overcome, right, I mean, a club foot, right? So he, if you look at his backswing in slow motion, it's so short, uh, but so much power. Um, and, you know, it, part of that's his size, his strength. Um, you know, he loved, this guy loves golf, loves Seve Ballesteros, you know, a fellow Spaniard, uh, you know, just looking wanted to be the best Spaniard there. Sergio, and then, and of course, Tiger Woods. And the funny thing is, John, we, we know him as a, a great driver of the golf ball. He drove it terribly uh, for the tournament. I mean, he just, he was all over the, I mean, uh, the uh, temporary uh, immovable object, which we thought was out of bounds on Saturday on the third hole, he gets relief from that. But that is just an example of how terrible he was driving at it. Serious case to the left, yet, approach to the green he blew the field away in strokes gain so um he was able to manufacture a, a victory the way tiger used to kevin sylvester joining us on the western hotline for rom another little storyline for him is about his um you know like the emotional state he used to be pretty fiery he's trying to kind of calm down a bit i wonder about you know the way tiger played with such an intensity and a lot of these guys probably came through thinking about playing with that level of whatever fire burning at all times. And for some guys, I don't know, do they have to unlearn that or do they, they want to find ways to be a little bit more measured on the course, because that does seem to be one of the things that Rom wants out of his own game is the ability to kind of just take things a little easier. 
Well, I, I think that the fire is part of who he is and what makes him play so well. And I think that's, uh, you know, his personality. And I, I think that's what makes John Rom John Rom and the same with uh, Tiger Tiger. You know, it's funny when uh, there are certain golfers, people ask me about golfers when uh, I'm out there for PGA Tour radio and on the course, like, hey, do you, do you talk to so-and-so? And I said, well, there's certain guys I'll, I will never talk to. Um, and I only will say anything to John Rahm if he says something to me. And sometimes he will. It depends how it's going, uh, for sure. There's other guys that I'm not afraid to say something to, like Roy McElroy, uh, just a comment or ask him a question about something. But uh, you can tell uh, when it's okay to approach him and talk to him. And I will tell you this, when the final putt's in for John Rahm, I mean, he is a super guy, just one of the nicest guys that you'll meet, uh, whether he's played a bad round or a good round. And he's just a, uh, a good human being. I, I think he's... He's somebody you all like to have a beer with. I mean, he's just a, just a great guy. Hey, we were talking earlier. I, I do want to ask you about the, the full swing special on Netflix, but the concept of more access to these events while they're going on. And we were mentioning earlier uh, the idea of earlier in the tournament, I think it was, Kevin, you know, put an earpiece on a guy, he hits his tee shot walking up the fairway, and you're, you're talking to him about, you know, how he played the shot, what's he see, how's the hole playing out. Do you think that, is that something we might see more of? Do you think golfers, most golfers, would be open to actually talking while they're playing? I think it depends on the player. Um, you know, Rom and Cantlay have said, eh, that looks cool, not for me. Um, so yeah. I think it, it, it depends on the player. And, um, you know, Homa and Morikawa have done it uh, to success. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think it, it, depends, it depends on the player. It's not something... We've done on PGA Tour Radio where we're going to talk to a player during a round on mic. Yep. Um, PGA Tour Live, uh, I do some work for them also. And, um, you know, we haven't done it yet, uh, at least on the events I've worked for that. So, But that's something I, I'm sure as more players see, okay, uh, they're not going to talk to me during my swing. You know, most, right. of them at the, at most of them at the range, they've got earbuds in anyway. So it's not like it's a, a foreign concept to them to – hit with an earbud in so uh you know (laughs) but i i I think what's going to be key is that it technically works meaning all right so for example morikawa had the earbud in he's hitting his tee shot on 10 as long as there's no audio interference and there's so much rf on the golf course right i mean Mm -hmm. there's just so many uh, frequencies going on um but listen these guys have fans all around with video cameras you know their phones are all up every single shot like they know how to concentrate. I think they'll handle it. When it comes to, I got a, I got a clumsy comparison, but I want to give it to Howard for Howard anyway. For maybe for someone who doesn't follow golf as closely, has Max Homa taken the Tage Thompson leap? Right, Homa. How long ago was not considered to be a very good player, and now what, he's like second best behind Rom in terms of how well he's been playing of late. I think that. Uh... Well, it's an interesting comparison, Jeremy. Um, he hasn't. Like, he might need a couple majors to get there because Thompson's become an all-star. But like, he's he's kind of come out of nowhere to be this good. Well, I wouldn't say nowhere, and 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 here's the reason why. Uh, you know, he's won the Wells Fargo Championship twice. He's won four times in California. So it's not like uh, this is the first season or even the second season. So you know, Max Homa's been a known player, uh, but it, it, in similarity. You know, Tate Thompson went down to the AHL, right, and, and worked his way up and honed his skills, and that's the same thing with Max Homa. Matter of fact, you know, I know there are guys in Buffalo that played with Max Homa at the Pro-Am at Peak and Peak several years ago on the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, much like that same year I played with K.H. Lee in a group, right, who's won <laughs> twice on the tour. So, you know, uh, the similarity is, hey, you know what, uh, you've got to – it's not it's, – you need more than just – uh, hitting the ball far and making putts. You have to be tournament tested, learn how to be a pro, and learn what it takes mentally to win out there. And I, I, I we could probably say that a lot for Tage Thompson and what it took for him uh, to learn and, you know, a, a spectacular talent. And Max Home has proven to be that too. I wanted to ask you quickly uh, well, a couple things. One, whatever became of Live Golf? Is it still a thing? Is it still a deal? I, I didn't. I didn't watch it at all last year, Kevin, and I'm I'm watching this weekend and I'm watching the Tiger group yesterday. At some point I'm like, hey, is Live Golf still a thing? I couldn't even tell you if it is. If it is, does it have a TV deal? Is it streaming? It's like 
out of sight, out of mind, whatever, is it still a thing? And is the PGA Tour doing just fine? Well, first of all, you're not alone. You didn't watch it last year. Uh, no one did. Um, <laughs> the, the PGA Tour is fine, um, you know, and obviously for, you know, let me put the journalistic hat on here, integrity-wise. I work for the PGA Tour, mm-hmm. so let me just say that. But the, what's happened the last two weeks in the PGA Tour shows it is justified yeah. with what happened with the, the Phoenix Open and what we saw yesterday at Riviera, and it's going to continue to be fine because of the drama that builds in the back nine uh, each and every week. Now, Live Golf, yes, is still around their second season. It actually starts this week. They're on CW, whatever channel that oh, okay. is. Uh, but the, the local fields don't have to carry the event. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what they do. They're going with a team concept. You know, they're doing something completely different. They have some, uh, you know, big signings uh, that everybody knows about that they paid oodles of money to in the past. Uh, and then they just added some other players that are uh, decent players but not major names uh to it so i think this is gonna be a big year obviously there's lawsuits back and forth um you know going on so i i I think it'll be a year or two before things uh i don't know come into more focus i guess but you know so for live for the pj tour i think things are definitely in focus right now and I think it's very strong. Yeah, you've got players on the tour that really appreciate it. And there's been, you know, steps taken by the tour to make sure that everybody's happier. And there's some reporting out there that the guys that left maybe wish they didn't because, you know, the, the, the feeling of, did they play? What's happening with those guys? Um, I wonder how many of them feel that too. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Brooks Kepka is the one, right? There's a lot of reporting out there, like maybe he's regretting his move. Maybe that's part of the full swing episode two on Netflix. Uh, you know, the contrast of Scotty Scheffler and, and Brooks Kepka, um, and, you know, and where he was at in his career at the time when they filmed that. And maybe he feels like, yeah, what the hell am I playing for? Um, you know, on it. So, and, you know, Kepka is one who likes the, uh, likes the attention. So <laughs> you're not getting that over there. Would you? I only saw the first episode, Kevin, the one with Justin Thomas and and Jordan Spieth. With oh, I thought watch was... episode three. Watch episode three. Well, I got to get to episode two, Kevin. I mean, I'm trying to go chronologically here. But... Well, I'm just pushing episode three. There's a familiar voice in there. Oh, you're you're. There's a Kevin Sylvester clip, obviously. Then, all right, I'll I'll skip to three and then I'll go back to two. What do you? You know, we we talk about um, the concept, like Drive to Survive, is was made me an F1 fan. Why do you think um, the PGA wants to do this? What can the PGA get from this special on Netflix? Well, I, I think exactly what Formula One got, right? Yeah. More fans, right? right? More interest in, in the personalities. And I think that's what um, the goal is uh, of this. You know, it, it was interesting. We are all wondering, I, I say we, uh, you know, those of us who work inside the ropes on tour are all wondering, all right, well, what's this going to look like? Because the cameras were everywhere. Um, you know, many of us uh, are now on the course, like the camera – They'd come up and be like, hey, can we shoot you for this? I'm like, well, well, yeah. I mean, it's, the tour gave you permission. Of course you can. And, you know, they'd be filming you, calling shots, and then you see none of it in there. You're like, how many hours of footage did they go through right. uh, to come up with these episodes, which was a tremendous amount. Um, I, I think for uh, casual golf fans, non-golf fans, I think you'll love it. Um, the access, uh, the, you know, in the, general, these are good good human beings mm-hmm. that you see. I mean, Justin and Jordan are just, they're good guys, right? All American boys, if you will. Uh, but then you get you, further episodes in, you'll get the uh, decision-making on, do I stay the tour? Do I take all this money to, to go play, uh, you know, over at live? And then, you know, later on you, you get the um, stories. We all the underdog stories, right. Of Tony Finau, who was just, uh, what a phenomenal story and family man, and, and Sahet Thagala. So, and Joel Damon, too, who you know, might be the breakout star from this thing. So there's some great episodes and, and, and great storytelling of how these players uh, made it to the tour. I love it because, yeah, right, so the first episode, I mean, I know who Justin Thomas is, Kevin, but I don't really know, like, a great deal about him. But, to, I, yeah, I think it's always a good thing to learn more about the personalities, the human beings, just to, you know, to see him and his family celebrate the comeback, the the PGA championship. I mean, I didn't know his dad, you know, coached him and all this. I think you do that, and it creates either more fans or maybe even better fans, more intense fans, you know, it just creates more interest in your event if you see and get to know these people rather than just a name on a screen and someone you watch play golf on TV. 
Yeah, and for those listeners who are going to the PGA Championship at Oak Hill in May, you'll see Mike Thomas uh, and Justin. I'm walking around, um, you know, following him along, uh, you know, maybe jotting some things down there. Yeah. Uh, great, great people and those personalities. Hey, I don't know how much time we have, Howard. Can I tell a story? Speaking of stories. Yes, and I need to let you think? promote Tita Green. Don't let me forget to ask you about well, Tita Green. Well, I'll tell you, Tita Green, we start this Saturday, uh, 7 to 8 a.m. We'll be on every Saturday starting at 7 this Saturday all through September 2nd. Uh, so be sure to tune in. And, of course, if you, if you miss it because you got a tea time, you can listen to it on the WGR and Odyssey app. So uh, we're looking forward to being back again this year. The whole gang's back, and, and we're excited. Now, because I think this is the last time I'll be on with you, Right, I mean, because you're going to take up the game of golf in return. <laughs> <laughs> only he's been oh, he's been dying to. Oh man, I I, I actually um, want you, but I I don't know, Kevin. You're going to have to help me a lot, buddy. All right, but this is one of my favorite Howard Simon stories, and I don't know if you'll recall this, but uh, the Bills ended the season the one year in New Orleans, and mm-hmm. it was you know the Flutie Johnson season, yeah. the last game. See, I want to say it was '98, maybe around there, and. Uh, you, I, we're going downstairs. I was going downstairs for breakfast in the hotel, and I ran into you, and we were going to go to a little cafe. And uh, do you remember this? No, I remember the New Orleans trip because there was. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I remember the trip, the, right. the game. So we come downstairs, and the entire Texas A&M football teams in line to go to the cafe because they were in town already for their sugar bowl. They played Ohio State in the Sugar Bowl. So you and I say, all right, we got to find somewhere else to go to breakfast before we go work again. So we end up walking uh, this tunnel, convention center, and, and you know, uh, I look like I just got in from the night out. You had sweats on. And <laughs> we show up at – there's violins playing. Huh? Um, there are people in tuxedos. <laughs> and this maitre d' says, uh, we can seat you. And they, they put us in this corner. I mean, this buffet – was the greatest buffet I have ever experienced. <laughs> they had crawfish etouffee. They had everything. And you and I sit down to a $68 per person brunch. And Tim Wanger gave me the riot act for attempting <laughs> that breakfast. Uh, and, I, and he's like, did you really need to do this? And I said, you could ask Howard Simon. That was the only place to have breakfast that morning on the road. So that was one of my... One of my favorite memories for that. You probably did just get in from the night before, but I mean, it was New Orleans, so you were probably on Bourbon Street all night. <laughs> that was always that was the most challenging part of road trips at Empire. I remember this happened in Chicago with everybody. The media a lot of times went out for dinner the night before the game, and everybody decided to go to Morton's Steakhouse, which is a little on the pricey side. So you know, when you end up having an expense receipt for whatever seventy, eighty, ninety, a hundred bucks, when all said and done, we used to have to grab fake like cab receipts and other. We had to find other <laughs> receipts to make up to say, well, I didn't pay hundred dollars for dinner. I paid fifty, and then find a way to cover the other fifty dollars to submit on your expense report. So, oh, the fun things. Howard, there was a colleague, a former colleague of yours. I will not mention his name. But apparently bought me dinner on a road trip yep. because when I saw John the Pearl de Merle, yep. uh, you know, hey, hope you enjoyed that dinner so-and-so bunch. <laughs> I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was easy. You just write the person's name on the receipt that you took to dinner. Who was going to check it? That was, that was a no-brainer move. That and cab receipts were the no-brainer moves. Now, maybe that's the reason for the downfall of the cable company yep. at the yep. time and the whole yep. network. Yep. Uh, which, by the way, I just want to say – um, you know, we could we could say because of that, we could say because of bad game plan. But uh, I'm happy for you that things worked out over the last 18 years. They worked out for me, and uh, what a fabulous career you've had, Howard. Congratulations on that, and best wishes in your retirement. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it very much, and glad things have gone extremely well for you. Thank, thanks, Kevin. Enjoy the the year, and maybe we'll see you in Rochester. Yes, I'll be there. All sure. right, thanks, Kevin. Kevin right, is on yeah. T to Green, and it's back starting this Saturday at uh, 7 with Kevin and Brian Koziel and Jeff Metis. So make sure you join the boys uh, for some prime golf discussions. We're supposed to get a little bit of a winter storm this week. Wednesday, we could have like an ice issue. Okay. It's, it's a little disappointing. I was, st- I was out with the dog yesterday outside and thinking, this is golf weather. Yesterday was like 45. It's a bit windy, wasn't it? It wasn't that bad. It was, no. All right. it was, I thought about walking out with some balls in a club and just mm-hmm. whacking it around for a little while because 
it felt like golf yesterday. So yeah, we're, we're, we're getting close. Good to know Tita Green's back. A little bit of freezing rain, maybe some icy mm. roads, some issues on Wednesday. Okay. To be, to be determined, TBD. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. 803-0550 to join us. Busy weekend. Thank you for the person who reminded me that I actually didn't mention the Sabres in the tweet of what was going on this week, and I just figured everybody watches the <laughs> Sabres anyway, but I did leave them out. It's on the West Coast. It happened, you know, too late. It was a late-night game. Sabres, NBA, Daytona, golf, XFL. What'd you check out? What stood out to you? You can let us know at 803-0550. We're going to talk more about the Sabres with Paul coming up at 8 o'clock. Hey, uh, speaking of the Sabres, Labatt Blue Light. And WGR present your chance to win the ultimate Sabres experience. This is uh, through March 19th. If you want to get involved for a chance to win, visit the contest page at WGR550.com. Enter for your chance to win VIP tickets for you and three guests when the Sabres take on Carolina on April 8th. You will also have access to the TV broadcast booth, a rope line visit, and a signed Sabres mini helmet. No purchase necessary. Always enjoy responsibly. Must be 21 and older to enter. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast <laughs> these people going to heaven up this way ain't nothing to do with this boring ass city now it's boring it's boring ain't nothing to do with this I thought it was great you just it's a great city no you just was like oh ladies this is great it's a great city but ain't nothing to do with it these people all going to heaven oh my gosh I've never ate so much room service in my life can't smoke can't drink <laughs> these people going to heaven where they going to they going to heaven we gave you one Charles Barkley on the crowd at Salt Lake. Uh, can't smoke, can't drink. These people are going to heaven. It's funny. That is good. That was on TBS the whole time. Yeah. So, I turned it on for two minutes. I was so not entertained by how, you know, it's an all-star game. They're not trying. Yeah. And that was just sitting there. One and channel away. The alternate feed, TBS, had the Inside the NBA guys as the broadcast. That's a good idea. Yeah, it is. Make it a little more entertaining. If you want to go for the new... I have multiple takes on All-Star Games. One, stop complaining about All-Star Games. 
They are what they are. Yeah. Why do you even get upset? If you're complaining at some point, you got to be like, what am I wasting my time for? That said. What do you? What that people, said, what do people want from I, an All Star game? Right, you don't want your players in midseason going all out and no. breaking their wrist or something. You want someone going in for a layup and another guy just to whack them to the floor? No, right. of course not. Does anybody care about? Well, they're not playing defense. People okay, do. So. People do, but those people have to stop caring about that. It's just the ship has sailed. Anyway, that said, a new low moment in the history of All Star weekends might be a G League player winning the dunk contest. Ooh, I missed that one. Yeah. Great dunks. Yeah. But. How did he... even... Mac McClung is the name. Mac oh, that's why right. this dude was all over Twitter. Yeah. Like, who the heck is Mac McClung? He's the dunk champion. So I guess he was a little more creative than the He NBA plays for guys. the Delaware Bluecoats. Sure. As the <laughs> NBA dunk champion. As From the G League. I'm not complaining. Yikes. I'm just noting. Just pointing it out. I'm just pointing it out. So NBA players aren't trying in the dunk contest. They're anymore. not even entering the dunk contest. Yeah. You know how to fix it? Million dollars to the winner. Money, yeah. That's... Million. That's it. <laughs> Anybody that wants can enter the dunk contest. Million bucks to the winner. It's a nice prize. I feel like the guys would play. I feel like you could get like some they would sponsors dunk. to cover the cost of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. I the, Yeah, I, I, I apologize. I, I was going to watch the dunk. I always watch the dunk contest in the skills competition, and I completely didn't check it out this weekend. So, oh, well. That's the way it goes. At least, you know, I'm not, again, not complaining. Don't complain about All-Star games. The NHL, its skills competition is also in this spot where it's like, man, what are we doing out there? You guys mm-hmm. are dressing up. They're, like, like awkward doing it, though, it, right? It, like, it is it At is least awkward. the NBA, it's like... Which is worse. Which is worse. Mitch Marner dressing up like Miami Vice and getting stoned <laughs> on a breakaway, uh-huh. or if an AHL player won the breakaway challenge. That'd be pretty funny. Or, which, like, the, break, the hardest shot the, contest right. or something. That would pro- AHL would probably be worse. Hey, to the NFL's credit, I thought they did a good job on their, you know, skills competition well, this year. It was fun I, to watch. I do think the key is leaning into taking it less seriously. Absolutely. It's what, you, they, they played a flag football game for their Pro Bowl. Yep. Does anybody anybody really upset? Yes. I mean, yes. The answer is always yes. Okay, well, one of the dumbest things a, spro, a pro sports league ever did, one of the dumbest things they ever did was think, well, we got to make the All-Star game more meaningful. Let's tie in home field advantage in the World Series. It's one of the stupidest things a sport ever did. People got really mad about that. It was dumb. Hey, we want you to play for something. How about this? Who no, cares? not that. Yeah, right? Who who? cares it's an all-star game just let them go out free wheel have a good time score goals hit three-point shots really i mean do you care that nobody's digging in defensively hey you got to back check harder on that play whatever three on three was a good idea yeah the ship has sailed on all of them yeah. extra playoff spot to the winning conference oh, <laughs> boom Lord. there we go oh man joe you're <laughs> killing me Please, let's do it i want to go back in no. on let's make it let's make it meaningful no, let's not do that. It's just, it is what it, accepted for what it is. It's just the stars show up, and you get to watch all the stars in the same place. And don't, wouldn't you want the stars to score goals and to score and make baskets and show off their offensive talents as opposed to, let's really grind this baby out? It, whatever. It's, well, like, you asked what people want. I saw highlights of Michael Jordan all-star highlights, and like it looked like a real basketball game. Yeah. Is, that's probably what people want, right? They want what it looked like when in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, they want to go back in time to Which that. It, it's not going to happen, nope. but that's they're going to complain until they get that and it'll never happen. I lived it. I don't care. I mean, the, the baseball All-Star game in the 70s was not everybody gets in for one inning. It was we're doing everything in our power to beat the other league. Like, they were... actually really, like, team presidents would get upset if their leagues didn't win. They went all out, right? You keep the starting pitcher in. You know, Pete Rose runs over Ray Fossey. Like, people went nuts. We, we, it was a big deal. It Now it's, let's just make sure everybody gets in. You know why? Because there's a fan of the Rockies somewhere who wants to see their guy get in the game for an inning. Okay, good. Just go out and have a good time. Yeah, there aren't too many fixes. No. Is it, what it is. I stopped. I stopped. I don't know the why. At some point I realized there, there isn't a fix. You you know there isn't yep. a fix to make it what I what it's never going to be like a regular season game nor should it be so don't think about fixing it and enjoy it and I went through that and I understand it now and if you believe that if you understand that then you can enjoy the All Star game for what it is it's an exhibition it doesn't count in the standings it's just a day to show off your stars it's all it needs to be could be time of year a little bit too at least NBA because like LeBron played in what is it the Drew League. During the offseason, like LeBron played in like a they, 
Like they do try harder in the summer leagues. Yeah, they do try harder in the yeah. Like James Harden was playing in it, and Jason Tatum was in it, and like they're going all out. And yep. they weren't all NBA players there, and but it, that's just them trying to get in game shape. So you, if you put the All Star game in August, maybe they're maybe they're going three times harder than maybe, they're going. I mean, there right are now. there are NHL players that play in rec hockey leagues in the off season. Sure. The, 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 the beauty, beauty league, league in right, Minnesota, yeah. right? That would have a higher level of competition in yeah. terms of trying than an All Star game. So, if you and part of the reason is probably because those aren't all All Stars. The All Stars, right. you are, you are also asking your best players to say, "Hey, everybody gets a couple of days off, mm-hmm. except the you best." Guys. Right, and that is a little bit counterintuitive. Right. Like, oh, I'm. It awesome. feels like a punishment, right? Well, wasn't didn't was it Ovechkin? Didn't he get suspended for a game for the skipping NHL out on the All Stars? Has a policy where you have to sus- you're suspended for a game if you skip. But here's one of the stars going, dude, it's an 82-game season, and I my team's going to be in the playoffs. Can I take a few days? Can I use a day off? And I, Now, so that, that's, a, that's a dilemma, because, I mean, I'd want to see Ovechkin in the game as a fan of the sport, but if, but if you're sitting there going, everybody else is getting a few days off, why can't I get a break? I understand that. I, I get that problem for them. So maybe, right, don't play the All-Star game in season. Okay. If you have to play it. Do it some. I don't know where I'm you're coming doing. in now during my off season. No, but like the NFL plays the Pro Bowl a- essentially after the season. Yeah, there's only two teams still playing. But you can't. What if you're eliminating every All Star from playoff teams? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's it's. I mean, my life would not end if there were no All Star games. It's just you know, give everybody a break. I, I mean, it's but I they get, remain. I get it. Money making opportunities. Money. Right. I yeah. understand that. Right. You're spo- you're getting sponsors. You're selling ad time. Your network partners have this product. I understand all that. It'll never change. But I don't know. Honestly, the only guy, I, the only people I feel bad for in All Star games are NHL goalies. I really don't. Those guys are like, yeah, good luck. You're going to give up seven goals in 15 minutes, and it's, you know, it's not your fault because nobody's really playing that hard. It's the only guy I feel bad for. Derek Carr. I don't is, feel bad for him. Is he the first? He's going to be first, right? He's going to be the first one to sign somewhere. Yes, I mean he's the first one available. Yeah. Yeah, because the Packers haven't figured out what's going on with Aaron Rodgers yet. Right? Well, they got they to wait until he it's gotta emerges be emerging. from the darkness. It's, it's got to be it's over this, by now, right? He's got to be emerging this week, I, right? Did, did it was he, only four days. He's on the McAfee show. He won't miss that for the world. No, so he's when's gonna, that? Wednesday? He'll be, I, I thought that's Tuesdays, but you might be right. He's done. He's probably he's, done by he's now. He's a goner, right? Was it Tyler Dunn and um, this guy's name? Bob McGinn? Yeah, reporter. Long-time the, reporter in Green Bay. Basically, the Packers are fed up. They're through. Right, about, so it comes how, down to if he retires or if he's yes. going to go somewhere else. How yes. about that Packers news dropping immediately after Rodgers goes into the darkness <laughs> retreat? <laughs> he won't, like, he won't see it? Yeah. He goes away, and the Packers are like, yeah, go ahead. Run it. Let's run the story. <laughs> yeah. you know? we're, Ta- fe- we're fed up with the guy. Yeah. Tyler yeah. and Bob obviously know what they're talking about there. So like, it, it's time. It's time. He'll get a four-day head start on this guy. So if you're the Jets, let's say, let's say you're the Jets, right? Most people are speculating the Jets are – really going to go hard for Aaron Rodgers. That that would be like, right, the top team on the list of teams that are going after Aaron Rodgers. If you're the Jets and Rodgers and Green Bay are just kind of hanging out trying to figure out what to do, how hard do you go after Carr? Well, you've got to decide between quarterback A, Derek Carr, quarterback B, Aaron Rodgers, or quarterback C, Garoppolo, the NFL leader in yards per attempt since 2017. Please tell me that's not Garoppolo. That's Garoppolo. Really? Really? Yep. Never would have guessed that. You could have done an instant trivia, and I probably would have gone through 25 guesses before I even got to him. I thought of using it that way, but it felt like a good way to introduce it wow. right here. NFL leader in yards per attempt since, wow. since he joined the Niners. Man. Just looking over, I'm looking over to my left here to the Kyle Shanahan hater. I just... <laughs> Poor Joe. It, for some reason, it drives me crazy <laughs> that this dude just like, oh, yeah, put whoever in there, number hey, one in yards per attempt. They got Brock Purdy to get him into the playoffs. That's pretty impressive. NFC and Championship. He looked, good. He looked I mean, it, it's not like he was a sh- – this is not like Trent Dilfer and the five games with no touchdowns like, with the Ravens. I don't, Purdy I don't, made some play- I'm pretty Purdy sure because they don't want to believe that this one person has figured out Oh, hmm. in an era where running backs don't matter. No, quarterbacks don't matter. I just whoever. Quarterbacks Brock don't Purdy, matter. Mr. Irrelevant, fine. NFC championship. Purdy was like number one in NF and quarterback rating too. Was well, he? yeah, he was but like, awesome. Are any, are any of these guys even good? I mean, Kyle Shanahan appears that's, to be that's pretty the good. Thing, right? it's, I guess <laughs> so he makes them good. good. He makes them look good. They make those he made Purdy made plays. It was not just hand off the ball and trust your defense. He made some throws, man. He was all A right. A lot of throws. Yeah. So yeah. If you're car, do you wait for the Jets? 
See, that's what I'm asking. Like, what's I'm the, curious. What, what's the best job? You're, you're of these quarterbacks. What's the best job? If I'm Derek Carr, <sighs> the Jets' job is. Re- I think the, the Jets' job is really good. I know you're in a stacked division. Man, I was going to say New Orleans. <sighs> who's interested? Like that okay, division. You're going to go is reverse. Easy. Yeah. I see. I was thinking yeah. personnel wise. I think the Jets. Is a great job, best roster because you're gonna right. You're gonna have a really good running back. You've got good receivers. You got a dominant defense. The only problem with that is you're in the division with the Bills and the Dolphins, and the conference in general is ridiculous. Right. So like, you go to the Saints, couldn't you win? So you go the other go way and go. Who immediately he becomes the best quarterback in the division, and the third best quarterback in the conference. All right, Joe. See, I would have picked the Jets. You're gonna you well, would take New Orleans. The Jets is the best roster. Yeah. Right, like. Is that uh, who else are, is are they at that point where it's indisputable? The Jets roster is just it is ready for the quarterback, ready made. Everything else is figured out. Carolina might be looking. No, you don't want any part of that, or do you? Because of your NFC South discussion. Tennessee might be looking if they move on from Tannehill. I wouldn't touch Tennessee with a twenty foot pole. I can get to Carolina. Carolina because just, of the division. If I were Carr, I just want to be in that division. Whoever right. I go to, I think I am the division favorite. Actually, the whole I, right, the whole division might be looking for a quarterback. If you're a quarterback of his age, I mean, Carr's been around forever, whatever, long enough. He's a veteran. Are you looking for best weapons, which is what we always go to? I want the best weapons, or do you want the best defense? He might be pretty tired of having to put up 35 oh, defense, which he had bad. to do in in Vegas. Yeah, you go to the Jets. Your job, sure, they have the weapons. Their defense will probably, what, regress a little bit because it was amazing last year. But I don't know. If I'm an older quarterback, let me play an easier style where I don't have to put up 31 points. Well, Maybe 24 does the job. if he puts up 24, he could win most of his games with the Jets. Assuming they don't take a big step back, and I don't think there's a reason to think they will. Yeah. like get all you, their guys back. If you watched Russell Wilson this year, it wasn't even just how bad the Broncos were. It was you didn't even have to do that much yeah. to win those games. If you got to their defense was great, you could have won a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think the only drawback if you're Carr, the only drawback. Well, there's two. Joe, you're right. The only the main drawback is do I want to be in that division? Because the Bills have Josh Allen and the whole Miami of two is healthy. They're New England. I don't think we're going to worry about right. So do I want to be in the division? And then what about the conference because of? Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes let's, and all that stuff. Let's talk lifestyle stuff. You don't get a better schedule in terms of how comfortable Try. it is to play than New Orleans. Yeah. You've got domes and warm weather Yeah, Atlanta, in Carolina, the division Tampa, the whole yeah. way. And yeah. bad teams. And If I'm playing for the Jets, I mean, that's cold football at least, yeah. what, six times? Right. Three, four, five, six times, depending on who they play. So, you know, probably a lot of factors. If you're the Jets... Out of those, th- assuming it's one of those three guys. I mean, there are other quarterbacks available, but these are considered the top three, right? Outside of Lamar Jackson being traded. If you're the Jets, who would you take? I might lean to Carr or Garoppolo. Not Rodgers, huh? No, you know, I'd probably stay away. You think he's shot? Or you no. just want to deal with all the stuff that comes with Aaron Rodgers? It's a fair question. I hope he shows up for OTAs if the Jets get him. Yeah. I mean, for all the all the conversations around football and guys that are finger quotes distractions, there's no bigger distraction in the league than Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So if any coach has ever used that before, right, they should stay away from him. Right. So maybe the Jets wouldn't. You now, if I'm the Jets, I would still be going for Aaron Rodgers. I get him in for, you know, I contend right away next year. I get him in for a couple of years. It buys me more time. Zach Wilson's not the answer. It buys me more time to go find my next quarterback because that guy's not on their roster. Uh, um, so they, I would get Aaron Rodgers if I were them. How much time? I mean, a couple years. Brady is not going to happen that many more times where a guy plays that yeah. long. Like yeah. the math seems different now because of what Brady did. But Rodgers is thirty nine. That's usually it. Like it's one or two years. You two can't years max. think it's going to be much longer than that. Right, and just because Brady did it at thirty nine, Brady had no doubt he wanted to keep going for another six years. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is. Sure, it's become a little bit of a joke about the darkness retreat. He said he went in there to find out what he wants to do. Yeah, right. Brady has never, never doubted that he wanted to keep playing. Two years max. I know I get through twenty twenty three with him, Joe, and I'm assuming, I don't know, maybe the Jets. What if he told spend a pick on a quarterback this year's draft? I would say two years max. What if he told you this might be my last season? I better spend a pick on a draft in the draft on a but quarterback. But you would still this year. pick him over Carr. Like one year of Rodgers is I'm better not, than I'm not four a big, years I'm of not Carr. A big, I'm not a Carr fan. I just I think he's just okay. I would not. I'm not a Carr fan. 
I might actually take Garoppolo before. No, whatever. I like Rodgers. I'm not a car fan. Garoppolo is injured too much. I would I would focus in on Rodgers, figure I can get him for a couple of years. And if he says, guys, I can't guarantee anything beyond 23, I'd do whatever I can in my power to get a quarterback in this year's draft. Because Zach Wilson is not going to work, and neither is Mike White. 803-0550 to join us on WGR. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. He wasn't playing no defense, and then the one time I tried to get a dunk, he wanted to play defense. He got something for that next time. I did notice LeBron in the All-Star game. He had two missions out there. One, he wanted a 1,000 chase-down blocks. He would let guys through to try and get a chase-down block, which is always a fun block. Hmm. And two... If somebody got a hammer dunk that brought the crowd to its feet, LeBron would make it his mission. Like I got to go get one of those next. <laughs> he, you know who? I just feel like he does try at the All Star game. Uh, it's well, if he's chasing down blocks, I feel like he's making an effort. Yes, right. If he's running down guys well, behind, he's trying to make the highlights. Ah, like LeBron needs to be on the highlights. He's not on that often. I think that he's trying to entertain. The over under for the game was set at three thirty, three thirty five. I think. Did they? Pass it? O- over. They went over? Yeah. 184 to 175. 184. There yeah. you go. 184 to 175. Did they play eight quarters? No, it was 184. That's a lot of points. Did, Did you it? see the spread moved after their draft at the beginning? No. but that's... Were, Le- Team LeBron was a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Then the draft happened, and they were a four-and-a-half-point favorite. What did I see? Some People were getting on Adam Silver's case about the draft. They didn't want anybody's feelings hurt about being drafted so, last yeah. so they reversed what, the order. Yes. What they did was the they was put players into a reserve pool. Yeah, they, they had – there's two different pools, the starters and the reserves. Yeah. They had them draft the reserves first. Ah, okay. So no one was the last, the guy. last guy picked. But there still was a last guy picked. Laurie Markkinen from the Jazz, he was the last guy sitting there. Yep. He just – was a starter instead of a reserve. So if anything, he I didn't deserve you. it. I got you. So because he was considered none, one of the ten best. None of the but, reserves were last guy taken. But again, to be taken the last guy of the starters is yeah. still the last guy taken. Did too. you also see what happened that he did get picked last? LeBron had the second to last pick. Nikola Jokic from the Nuggets. Before LeBron picked, he just got up and walked over. Like I'm not. <laughs> be, I'm not being picked last. Like I'm. Le- I'm the MVP like front that. runner. I'm not being picked the, last, and he just walked over to grab his jersey before LeBron picked. Add him. it to I the like list. Another beautiful. thing these leagues have tried. NHL did the draft for a while, right? Was Pominville last picked? Ooh, I don't remember. Second, I think Kessel. Okay, might have been Kessel. Last. Kessel. Yeah, Kessel was busy eating hot dogs. Yeah, maybe we were worried about Pominville being last. Anyway, 
It's another thing they tried. Another thing they tried. And it's like, yeah, nothing really is great. That's so funny that they had to change the draft order. Well, uh, there's a video. Kessel being picked last. I mean, Ovechkin, who I think was one of the captains, like while he's sitting down there in his chair, has his phone out, like taking pictures of Kessel, like humiliating him while he was there. I feel like Kessel would. Which was funny, but. Yeah. I I just feel like Kessel would be like, who cares, you know? All right, we'll get a break in because we, we're kind of a little bit late. Uh, Paul's going to join us. We'll get into some Saber stuff. Big win in San Jose Saturday night. Big week of games coming up for them in the uh, playoff chase. So we'll do all that in just a moment. 803-0550 to join us on WGR. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.